For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I'm WSB's Mark Aaron. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center is on alert. With immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, traffic red alerts from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. Live and festive in the public's holiday headquarters studio at WSB. No, I want this town to be near you. No. Welcome to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 10.077 after 10. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. All week I'm promoting, I've been promoting uh, the guest on the show tonight, and she did not stand me up, unlike most women in my life. She is comedian extraordinaire Wendy Liebman in town at the Punchline this weekend. stand you up. Wendy, welcome back to Atlanta. It's been uh, not year. too long. Is it a whole year already? They told me uh, I was here in January, they being like... The booking agent. Uh, yeah. So it's been um, a little less than a, a little less than a year. Yeah. yeah well, it's good to have you that. back. And you brought uh, some arm candy with you tonight. Dusty Slay, <laughs> All right. Nashville comedian, will be uh, the featured act this weekend at the Punchline. He, we've worked together before at the Punchline. Yeah, the old Punchline. Yeah. We did. Yeah. Now the legendary. They, they moved the Punchline. Yeah. It's now in Buckhead. At the Landmark Diner. Oh yeah. Which is have. Was that last year? Were you at the old Punchline or the new one? New one. Okay. And the Landmark Diner is actually, they they own another diner in my hometown. Get out, really? The Landmark Diner. That's so amazing. It's crazy, small <laughs> world. <laughs> so this will be your first time, Dusty, at the at the new Punchline? No, or? I was here about six months ago at the oh, Punchline. Oh, very cool. He's that yeah. funny that people want him back. So as, as a, a headlining comedian, yeah. which you are, and you're a featured act, right? Am I getting right. the terminology right? Is it kind of like Tinder? How do you how do you get to choose who's your? <laughs> do I swipe? Yeah, do you swipe to Dusty and say this is who I want? How does that work? Um, no, usually the well, it depends. It depends. If it were like Tinder, the features would all swipe yes, <laughs> yes. to every headliner. <laughs> every headliner. Please, please. Um, is that like Snapchat? I don't know. I don't when, know. Come on. I don't know. I heard there's another one, Grinder, and I don't know. That, I'm married. That's, for, that's dude on dude. Is oh, the Grinder? I met my husband online at the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> He's checking me out. Okay. Um, is it? Is it? Does it vary? I mean, is you have an agent that says, "All right, you're working with Dusty Slay this weekend," or is it the comedy club that it's liaisons? a little bit of everything? Like yeah. sometimes I can say, like I know Mia Jackson who lives here in she's Atlanta. Awesome. She's awesome. Love her. I. She's featured for me a couple of times. So don't tell her, but I have a massive crush on really? her. She is adorable and hilarious, which is a deadly combo in my book. I know. Not that Dusty isn't strikingly <laughs> handsome. A little too much facial hair for my my yeah. liking. Well, but it is. Oh no, November's over. Yeah, yeah. shave that puppy, dude. I know. <laughs> I did. It's always no shave for I me. I did. Yes. 
So I'm, I'm well. I'm very interested about the the dynamics between the headliner and the feature. So at so at one point in your career, obviously you didn't start as a headliner. Right. Um, you were a feature. Who who did you feature? Four. Name a headliner when you're coming up and you're like, oh, this is good. I'm, I'm on my way. Well, I opened for a lot of people. Okay. Like early, early on, uh, when I started in Boston, I got to open for Seinfeld. Oh, like, wow, like really? Worcester Centrum, I want to say it was... No, Worcester it Mass? Have, it, yeah, but it couldn't have been the Centrum because that's like 40,000 people yeah. or something. <laughs> no, uh, but it was some theater in Worcester Mass. Yeah. And I remember thinking, wow. How was he back so then? Was he a nice cool. guy? so nice like he listened to my act and he gave me suggestions like get out of the business no he said <laughs> like he gave me taglines and stuff i so. saw him uh it's probably two years ago now maybe even a little more at the fox theater in atlanta which is a grand old theater beautiful and i'm a huge seinfeld fan but i never saw him do live stand-up and i set the bar really low i'm like he's probably not that good and i had my Doors blown off how funny he was. He oh, was yeah. amazingly talented. And we just, wa- my husband and I just watched all of Seinfeld, like from the beginning. So, and so good. I can't believe how much material that guy. Cause how, he how did you not get up. on that show? Well, I didn't move out to LA until probably it was winding up. Okay. Because so. Jerry was good at throwing uh, stand-ups bones in that program, you know. Yes, the... I recognized a lot of comedians. Mm-hmm. Um, from everybody from Dom Herrera, yeah, exactly. John Burnett, yeah, a comedian named Anita Wise. She was a waitress in the in the cafe that they went. I, to. I actually, I think I know the one where she uh, pointed the middle finger at the menu. Was that the one? Was that the waitress? Uh, no, this was like in the first or second episode. Okay. So, but in the first episode, Elaine wasn't even in it. No, and Jerry had different parents, different right, different, different dad. dad, yeah, different and dad. And then, and Kramer, that wasn't his name. It was like. Another K name yeah. or something. And, and George was basically, Jason Alexander, by the way, I, I think was so good in that show. But he was basically, he wasn't George in that first episode. He was Woody Allen. Right. He was just doing a straight up Woody Allen impression. Right. I saw Jason Alexander. I did a benefit in, in L.A. recently um, for ALS. And he was on the show. And he blew the roof off. Really? Jason Alexander. He's a showman. Doing stand-up. He did singing I know and he dancing, sings, yeah. and oh. he was phenomenal. That's awesome. He does this bit about like wanting to be on Broadway, and they always tell him he's wrong for every part. So he sang a little <laughs> of everything from like Phantom to Book of Mormon. That's fantastic. Yeah, to Hamilton. Uh, I, had, I didn't see Hamilton uh, yet. I but can't I did afford see the tickets. Off Broadway show Jefferson, <laughs> and that <laughs> wasn't as it was more like just hip. Yeah, not, hip not as. But um, and then I heard that the show Cats mm-hmm. is coming back to Broadway eight more times. You know because <laughs> it has nine lives. <laughs> All right, you know what? Enough of it. Understood. Um, <laughs> Wendy Liebman's at the Punchline this weekend. Dusty Slay is the feature. Dusty, and you're up and coming, burgeoning, meteoric uh, rise. Um, has uh, have you opened for someone that would that really knocked your socks off? Besides Wendy, obviously. Yeah, Wendy Liebman. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's so many people. I mean, I think that you get surprised by people. There's a comic, uh, John Morgan, that I don't think anyone knows, and uh, you, he, he, he's the raging Cajun, yeah. and uh, he, he blew me away with what he does. Yeah. You know, so I, I meet so many people. I don't always get to do great rooms like the Punchline and work with Wendy, uh, so I'm all over the place. You'll do whatever. I love seeing 
like whoever my feature act is, I love watching comedy that I haven't seen before. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's one of the reasons I started doing stand up is like I got into see free comedy shows all, you know, for years. I, and 19 years ago, I tried to get a job at the Punchline, pre-Jamie Bendel, I believe, because I just wanted to see the shows for free. Right. Like, I'll bust tables, I'll wait tables, whatever. What and happened? Then, uh, I didn't pass the drug test. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You were eating no. too many poppy seeds. It That's was just the Seinfeld episode. The uh, exactly a lemon, a lemon, a poppy lemon uh, muffin. Yeah, um, big, no, it's yeah. just it, oh yeah. yeah, The work, the uh, schedule didn't work with radio. I was working early morning, oh, so. Okay. But I'm with you. I just wanted to see. All right, here's a question, Wendy. I'm, I don't know why I'm so obsessed with this. Okay. Has there ever been someone that opened for you that turned out to be someone that became a big deal? Oh, for sure. I have a list. Okay. Uh, everybody from Jim Gaffigan. Wow. These are people who opened for yeah. me over the years. Ray Romano. No kidding. Um, Mitch Hedberg. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, yeah. That, that I don't know if I've ever That's seen a great Ray list. Romano do stand-up. Does he still do stand-up? He does. Yeah. We, we just did a, a different benefit. Well, look at <laughs> you. You're on the benefit it. circuit. Can I just tell you, though? I love doing benefits because it makes me feel like less egotistical or sure. like I'm giving back and uh, I love I do so many benefits yeah when you get to the pearly gates you have a list you say god look at all these benefits right, I did I, I didn't did. donate anything but, but I but <laughs> Ray Romano is so fun like he d does great stand up he he's talking now about how um, at his age he tries to befriend a lot of doctors <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's funny I always I say um, in, in your social circle um, you should always have certain occupations covered uh, <laughs> right. you want a dentist right. you want a doctor always you want a lawyer friend so even if you don't like these people <laughs> be friends with you need to have a doctor friend somebody who will sell your stuff on ebay yeah an ebay friend an ebay friend veterinarian friend is very <gasps> important if i know you have an adorable dog thank you um, jj jj is adorable JJ you can is, find him on instagram all the time he's trying to poison me with his gases <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> JJ's got uh, digestive issues. He is so funny. He, my husband said he finally found. Uh, we've had him for about four years or three and a half years. He, we finally found a food that he'll eat right away. I mean, it sounds like nothing. Is it dog food or is it human food? It's human food. Oh no, he won't eat dog food. What have you given? What do you give him now? Um, it's it's a meatloaf that we buy at Ralph's. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Ralph's is the name of our supermarket, yeah. supermarket yeah. which is a funny name for a store that sells food. <laughs> right. Ralph, yeah. <laughs> Made Ralph. famous yeah, in um, The Big Lebowski, if you okay. will. When oh, uh, Lebowski well, went in to it's get... the very beer. beginning. Yeah. I, listen, I know both coasts very well, Wendy. I'm, I'm, do you come to L.A.? I do. My three best friends in high school live in L.A. Where? Do you know? um, one in Beverly Hills, one in Santa Monica, and one in... West Hollywood? Gay Hollywood? Is that West Hollywood? West Hollywood yeah, yeah, Gay Hollywood, yes. Yeah, well, so. so we all have to get together I would when you love come to. to L.A. I'd love to. I, I would live there. I totally would live there in L.A. I, I, I like it. But uh, this is where your job and family are. Well, job, anyway. Family can, okay. Families come and go, but jobs <laughs> stay forever. Um, well, I, I have three former roommates that live in L.A. They yeah. live with me, and then they move all the way do across you, do the country. Do you, as, as an up-and-comer, Dusty, do you, have, do you feel the, the pressure to move to either New York or in L.A.? I, not really. I like to visit and try to do comedy there, but yeah. I like the uh, I like living in the South and working that market. Yeah. I do the Midwest and the South a lot, and I've been venturing out West a bit. So they get my trailer park jokes. They get tornado jokes. Bismarck, North Dakota. Is that yeah. How far west can you go? 
I've been to Fargo, North Dakota, oh, not not to Bismarck, but I've been to Fargo. Yeah, it really is cold. It is. It's really cold. <laughs> it's like Canada. Cold. It was. I was there months ago, and it was colder than it is here right now. Yeah, months ago, in the summer. I've, Rainy, I've never been to cold. Uh, North Dakota. I've been to Wyoming. That's a cold state. I've never yeah. been to Wyoming. That's yeah. a state I haven't been to. It's gorgeous, though. It's very, very Montana, beautiful. But Alaska. Oh yeah. Have you done? Oh, have you done the uh, the USO tours or any of that? Where you go to the? I haven't done that because I'm scared of helicopters and. Really. I think I would have to get in one to yeah. But I know a lot of comedians who perform for the troops, and God bless them. Yeah. You know. I just we can boat you over there. I mean, you don't need. To, we don't need to chopper you in. Hey, I'll I'll perform for for veterans. I'll do a benefit right. in L.A. How's that? A yeah. benefit for um, veterans. But yeah. have you ever done? I haven't. Tour I have. I, it hasn't come up. I right. haven't been offered. But uh, it will. There's yeah. some comedians who just do that, like that. That's their gig. Yeah. Yeah. That's I know a guy a, who said he stood on a tank and did comedy for twelve soldiers with no microphone, just and they were great. So it was a great audience. No heckling. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they have guns. Yeah. Right, right. You don't want a heckler. <laughs> right. uh, they didn't bomb. Can you guys right. hang out for one more second? <laughs> yes, All sure. right. Wendy Liebman, dead, uh, Dusty Slay, at the Punchline this weekend. Two shows we found out tomorrow night. Eight and ten. Eight oh. and eleven. Six and ten. Oh. Whatever. All the details online at punchline.com. Yeah, you can three buy shows, tickets six, there. eight, ten. Oh, right? three shows. All right. Who knows? Just yeah. show up whenever. Show okay. up at, at the diner at 9 a.m., have breakfast. It's open 24 hours. Exactly. Have a milkshake for lunch, <laughs> and then you'll see some comedy. It's the best club food that you can get. The best. Unbelievable. Yeah. You get matzo ball soup, spaghetti and meatballs, yeah. and cheesecake. There's no other... I never eat club food. When I'm here, I eat every. Sh- I'm like, <laughs> yeah, every yeah. every. No, usually yeah. it's fried and. Oh yeah. yeah, you want chicken we've fingers seen, or? We've seen the kitchen. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful stuff. All right, hang tight. We'll be right back. Okay. This is the Mark Aram Show. <laughs> The Mark Aram Show, brought to you by Low T Nation. Welcome back to the Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram with you every Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Comedians Wendy Liebman and Dusty Slay in studio. They're at the Punchline tomorrow night. Three shows. You just pick whatever time you want them to perform, and, and you'll show up at the Landmark Diner. New Punchline uh, location. Uh, Dusty's first appearance at the uh, new... No, no, you've been there six months this, ago. Yeah. Wendy was there a year ago, so this is old hat for you. The the comedians I've talked to said it's a decent room. It's a very uh, it. intimate room. I love it. I mean, people were nervous at first that the club was moving, yeah. but it's great. Is there a green room in the new location? There is. Yeah. Yeah. Is it uh, graffitied it's up not already? Green. It's not green. <laughs> I understood. But I remember the old punchline room. You oh, had comedians yeah. just writing with uh, markers oh, yeah, on the we wall. We start writing on yeah, the wall. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, there. we should. <laughs> Tag it up. I'm bringing yeah. my Sharpie. Yeah, exactly. I got to write my name on the old one, and then they they got rid of it. Oh, yeah. So I think it might be preserved somewhere. I think. Yeah. I have a menu from the old punchline. You do? Yeah. I've got that. I, I wanted one souvenir. I said, Jamie, give me a menu. So he got me a menu. And uh, a Jay Leno headshot. Really? That, you got no, that. I didn't. He oh. wouldn't give it to me. <laughs> well, I didn't. Um, all right. So, folks, want, obviously, want more information on you two hilarious people. Wendy, where can we find you on the web and social media and all that stuff? I'm at wendyliebman.com and I'm on Twitter and Facebook. It's just my name, Liebman, L I E B M A N. And, um, you know, we're going to do three shows Saturday and then I might go door to door after that. So, love it. 
Yeah, stand up, uh, just keep it walking going. around. And uh, Dustin is your first name, real Dustin. Dust, Dusty. But is Dustin your given name? It is my given name. Yeah. That's do you do you switch up names depending on the situation? No, like, they called me. They named me Dustin, and no one ever called me that. Not even my parents. They don't call me Dustin now. That's like if you get pulled over and they say, "What's your name, son?" Dustin. Right. You know. I think they wanted me to have a decent name, and then they were going to call me Dusty. Dusty. Yeah, that's all right. How yeah. can we learn more about you, Dusty? Dusty Slay. It's everywhere. At uh, Dusty Slay, Instagram, Twitter. My website's DustySlay.com. Very cool. I'm still on MySpace, so I... How's that working out for you? <laughs> that was a that was a colossal <coughs> collapse. Well, I actually never went on MySpace. I thought I was like past, not past it, but too old for yeah. that. And then when Facebook came out, I'm like, I'm doing it. Yes. And then I was you like, made the right choice. on board. I was on MySpace, and it was it, that was the place to be. But people met like their spouses yeah. on MySpace. And then overnight, Facebook just demolished it. It crushed it. Well, MySpace opened up creepiness for everyone. Yeah, And exactly. then Facebook made you put your real name and a real face, yeah. and you were like... It, it, Game changer. It seemed less creepy. Game changer. All right. Uh, he is not creepy. He is Dusty Slay. Wendy Lehman is slightly creepy, but in a funny way. She's at the Punchline this weekend. Go see him, punchline.com. News, weather, and traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. King of the tent. Yeah, I've been that. You know I... I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. All the Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic riddler. Breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour Breaking News Center. WSB. Depend on it. Live and festive in the public's holiday headquarters studio at WSB. All he had was his mother's neck. Now he's vocal, and he's got to make a change and make it full the fit. Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Low T. Chuck uh, heard us bashing him, say we were going to take two stars away from him uh, for bailing on the show. He came back beer in hand after the uh, the Eric Erickson. I'm off the clock. How did the Erickson uh, broadcast go? It was good. It's it going to be good. rebroadcast after this. Yes. yes. So at midnight. midnight. Yep. Um, so I'll listen on my way home. Yeah, nice seeing all those people. They were a great bunch of people in there. Yeah, it was it was it was great. We need to do something like that. Yeah, it was very yeah. good. And they were a lot younger than I expected. Yeah, the average right? age of the listener. Uh, and that in was there. that that was the way he set it up. Uh, it was totally computer generated. Totally to, on to Tinder. Get, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> totally on Tinder. He's like, all right, uh, you're an attractive woman. You're an attractive <laughs> woman. You're an attractive. So that'll be on at midnight. I want to discuss this story real quick. Um, it's been floating around a lot in the last couple of days. The the Mona Lisa story. Have you guys heard this? Justin mm-hmm. Farmer joins us in, in studio from Channel Two Action News. Yeah. So basically, this guy's been Mona Lisa, the most famous painting of all time. He's been studying it with some sort of highfalutin machinery, and there's like paintings underneath Mona Lisa. So Da Vinci would like reuse canvases. Right. So now they're like like being able to see what is underneath the Mona Lisa. It's like total the Da Vinci Code kind of stuff. It's like all wow. funky, which is great and all. But I was thinking about this. My generation, no one I know, any of my friends, and granted, I've got a limited, whacked-out social circle, <laughs> none of my friends collects any sort of art. No. Do, does, do you know anyone? Fatheads? That basically, yeah. yeah. Fatheads <laughs> and like those pictures, uh, the 3D image pictures. Mm-hmm, the that, 3D art. Farrah Fawcett, maybe that, the original 70s Farrah Fawcett poster. Do you guys, do you guys collect art? Like yeah. farmer, you probably have real art. art? Yeah, like real art. No, come no, I mean on. not Mona Lisa stuff, but like actual paintings and stuff. Do you have that in your wall? Like 
tiptoe into it barely. Yeah. But I mean, not not the serious stuff. Is that that's like who? who I mean, oil on oil on canvas is very expensive. It is. Yeah. But I, I mean, and if Justin Farmer, who's making nine figures a year anchoring the uh, night beat at eleven, is not buying art. There's no chance me, Loti, and Longoria. No. Longoria, you have a nice house, two kids, a wife. You have any like legitimate art on the wall? No, my cousin before he became a tattoo artist. I mean, he did a lot of <laughs> he did a lot of paintings, and I have a whole bunch of his that so, I like. That I like. That but you did. have actual paintings, yeah, like by a tattoo artist. Yeah, my cousin. Well, my cousin lived with me, and and every once in a while, if he did a painting that I liked, I'd buy it from him. All right, so that's good. Yeah. Buford, I'm not even going to bother asking. <laughs> do you guys... Is Buford even in the house? Do you guys remember the posters we used to put on the wall where we, when you turn the black light on? Black light. Like yeah. it was the Ozzy Osbourne exactly. nonsense. Do you remember yeah, that? I do oh, remember yeah. that. So but what my point is, like art, there's, there's no one buying art. Like unless you're 70 or older and you're well off, no one younger than is really buying art anymore, are they? It's the... I mean, it is very wealthy people. That's it, though. That's right. Yeah. That's I have one painting in my house, and I bought it in um, uh, Key West, Key West, Florida. Went down there years ago, and there was an artist there, and it was he was a Russian guy. It was really good. Yeah. Blutarsky or something was his last name. <laughs> I don't know. And uh, there was it was a, a snowy scene of New York City, and I was like trying to impress a girl's like yeah let's i'm gonna buy this so i bought it cool yeah it was it was pretty expensive but that that's the only yeah time i ever bought art and it's it was only to impress a girl but i think <laughs> art is it does that's my question here is anyone out there buying art 404-872-0750-1800-WSB-TALK. if i had money i would no you wouldn't yeah if i had money i would no you wouldn't i have money and i don't buy art well that doesn't mean that i mean how do you know i wouldn't go buy it because there's other when you have money there's other stuff to buy i like van gogh and stuff we went to his museum when you're we not went buying to... a van gogh longoria well if i had money i would <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if i had money if i had good money i'd buy a van gogh if you had if you were a billionaire you or spend a dolly 80 million dollars on a van gogh yeah really <laughs> yeah. all right now i know i'm getting you for christmas sweet a I van, like Dolly also. So a any Dolly, Sal, like I've had Salvador Dolly posters. <laughs> oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've never. Uh, yeah, I, th- I just think art in our generation is dying. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Uh, what do you got cooking on the night beat tonight, JF? All right. So here's the deal. This is crazy. The guy loses his dog. There's a 14-day policy where he doesn't get to the shelter in time for whatever reason. He claims he was looking for it via other means. Mm-hmm. Woman adopts dog. He shows up, has the paperwork. After the 14-day period. After 14 days. Yeah. Finds where the dog is, goes to the woman's house. She calls the cops. He gets arrested and gets a, a what do you call it? A um, Restraining order? Per, yeah, per, correct. Restraining okay. order. So she says, hey, leave me alone. I went through the process legally. Yeah. He said, dude, it's my dog. Yeah. I raised it. It's healthy. Never heard it. I have the paperwork. They're an impasse. She legally is in the right. Your thoughts? She's got to give the dog back. Right. How long has she had the dog yeah. for? I mean, like yeah. a week? Yeah, 15 yeah, days no, or something. You got to give the dog back. Absolutely. Because I thought- as long uh, as, the, as long as the guy can prove that he's a good yeah, dog Yeah, he's owner, got the papers. Yeah. The the question though is, well, dude, where were you for fourteen days? And when you see his face, you know he he you know he he looks like he might have been asleep for ten of the fourteen. <laughs> I think yeah. But we cover this. Like at if 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 the if the ladies had the dog for two years and he comes back, no, no, no it's like happening now. Yeah, give him the give him the dog back. Can you name one other category in society? You can go get your truck back. Yeah. <laughs> of course, your kid, your toy, yeah. a big wheel. You could lay claim to anything. Yeah. 
<laughs> but not the dog. All right, that's on the night at the night beat. Uh, yeah, that's I, awesome. I think the woman's got to give the dog back, right? No, like, I, I would. I after would a week, yeah, definitely. Somebody, yeah, no, and I, I couldn't as a dog owner, or even if I adopted a dog, and then somebody's like, "Hey, this was mine. Here's the paper." I go, "Oh my god, here's your dog." Yeah, but, I couldn't do that. But after be, a year, I, I might that's not. Different, yeah, because you've you've grown attached to it. But a couple of weeks or a week, yeah, she can go on. adopt another dog. Yeah, I had a dog that I found for two weeks. And uh, finally, like uh, the day that he was about to go get neutered, yeah. basically, because <laughs> I was going to take him because I was going to claim it was sure. mine. The the they they came to me and they were like, we were on Christmas vacation. He must have gotten out with the people that were watching him, and we just found we just found your flyers right now, and I gave them back to him. And you're going to have it neutered by your cousin, the uh, <laughs> tattoo artist. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. Kenneth's in Kennesaw. Kenneth, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, man, unless the sales weasel gets on that Kiko Man contract, uh, I'm going to have to go with Tom. Tom or Tony? Was it Tony? And T- the Tony was the third one. Yes, the third one. Okay. And, and by the way, did I hear you say you bought a blue Tarski? Yeah. Is that like Bluto? Bluto yeah. from Animal House? Yeah, 0.0. Oh, okay. 0. No, it's right. a Russian. It's not blue Tarski, obviously, but it's some sort of... <laughs> It's some sort of uh, Russian name like that. It's a really cool painting, but it's the only painting I've ever purchased in my life. I have the Kramer. You have the Kramer, but it's not an actual painting. No, Lord, yeah, no, you can't get that one. I've got the Costanza. i got a frame, though. I've like, got the frame Costanza in my yeah. office with, uh, you know, the Art of Seduction poster. Love that one. Yeah. All right, Kent, do you, uh, do you uh, have art, Kenneth? Um, I do, but it, I didn't buy it. It was given to me by my grandmother. <laughs> exactly. How, that's, and it was... It is an oil painting. Sure, and, uh, but you didn't buy it. No, but it was also, yeah, no, I did not buy Are it. They, but that's the, the point here is if, if you're an artist, this is like the worst time ever to be an artist because no one's buying paintings. Nobody. Or sculptures. Who's buying sculptures? I guess it depends on what city you're in or where you're at. Yeah, Maybe. I, think if, I think if you can get into like industrial design sculptures for buildings and stuff, you can get your... But I, how much could you make on that? I don't know. Like my parents, when they were my age, bought paintings. Like there's paintings in oh, my yeah, house. Oh, my house. My parents have tons they of them. They bought paintings. They bought art. I've, I, I, in my 41 years in life, I bought one painting in my life. And my parents have like dozens I've never bought one. No, it, no one does. <laughs> no one does. Noah's and Conyer knows. You have a. Uh, you have any art in your house? Any paintings or anything? Uh, no paintings. Got some folk art here and there, but that's All right. not it. That counts. But um, Tony, Tony gets my vote. So Tony, Tony Marietta gets your vote. It definitely. And to be honest with you about the dog thing, I know you don't want to go off the rails on it, but um, if the guy takes him. Pay her the adoption fee that she had to pay, and maybe a little reward on the side. That's his dog. Yeah, I mean, he should offer that at least. Uh, yeah, give her a hundred dollars, but th- there's no way that she should keep that dog in good conscience. Um, he's neck and neck right now with Tony and Marietta. He is the uh, Peter of the soy sauce. Pete, how are you, buddy? I'm great, Marker. How are you? Congrats! Congrats on making the final three of the uh, voiceover contest. Well, I just turned it in just i mean tuned it in a little little bit ago but i gotta give my vote to tony because i wasn't prepped when i when i did it last night Mm -hmm. but um that's very gracious of you soy sauce well as as far as the dog we could you know sponsored by kiko man of course we could (laughs) come up with a song let me just put this out there right now the dog back you give the dog back (laughs) but anyways no um Listen, if, if Kiko yeah. Man calls up and decides to sponsor Sanjay, we're going to go ahead and go with that. If you yeah. can get money on this show, Tony, or uh, Soy Sauce, 
you'll beat Tony in the, in the contest. Well, I mean, they gotta she gotta give that dog back. I mean, yeah, I agree. Don't you think? Oh, after having it for a week, just a week, yeah, you get attached to it after a week, but it's not your dog. Yeah. Find well, me, well, Long Gloria. Find me. Your, what, what was your other topic? Uh, art. Do you own me? art? You're old enough. You probably have art oh, on the Oh, art. Well, okay. I wanted to ask you, do you consider baseball cards or, or any kind of trading no. cards no. as art? No. Because, you know, the George Mike and Rookie card just sold for almost 500000 I know. Bucks. It's crazy. Those are collectibles, uh, not not art. I, I'm a big not baseball art? card collector, okay. uh, but I don't consider that art. Now, that's no. like, so for example, so on my wall... Um, I have every Sandy Koufax card ever made, um, framed with an autograph and a picture. Like that's what's on my wall. Not art, baseball stuff, sports stuff. It's on your wall. To me, that's art, but you know. Yeah, but it's not painting. Like people aren't buying paintings and you have a painting on your wall, Tone? Uh, Pete, why do I keep calling you Tone? Yeah, I know. You're confusing us, but I do give my vote to Tony because he did better and you know. I like yours. I like yours, Pete, to be honest. You you got well, the sponsor in there. You're like, you know. I don't know. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's on the wall. It's art. All right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I disagree. I disagree. Bucks. The the velvet painting of Elvis that Buford has on his uh, <laughs> on his wall above the futon. Not uh, art. Asian wife has a, has a velvet of Jesus on yes, her wall. There you go. See, that's not art to me. It's cute. It's kitsch. It's not art. Does anyone buy art anymore? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. you got to vote on the Mark Aram Twitter poll, folks. M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. This is the Mark Aram Show. This is going to get you. Going to look you right in the face. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. Brett on Twitter, Longoria, wants to know if uh, your cousin can give him a tattoo. Sure, if right. he goes to Texas. Texas? I said Mexico. So oh. he's in Texas. <laughs> yeah, All close right. enough. He's in Corpus. Do you own art? Nancy joins us in Vinings. Nancy, do you have any art on your walls? As a matter of fact, yes. Well, I figured as much. Your <laughs> generations are art collectors. Our generations are not. Well, no, some of it, uh, the majority of it I inherited from my grandmother. Um, but, um, I did, when I, I did, uh, purchase, uh, um, a reproduction of the Mona Lisa at the Louvre in Paris, and then my sister and I, uh, I got a self-portrait by, uh, Rembrandt, and my sister got the, the one he had done of his mother. Not, not the actual original No, one. not the actual one. No, no, no. But even those, uh, but that was, you know, that was a good, uh, I hate to say 50 years ago. I've, I've only purchased two in the past 35 years, I guess, so like a, a seascape. Oh, that's nice. So you're still, see, I've, I don't know. I guess I'm just not in the mindset when I go places to buy art. Randy's an art collector in Roswell. Randy, welcome to the show. How are you? Uh, Mark. Can you hear me? I can hear you fine, sir. Um, well, in the last uh, year, I purchased over $20,000 worth of art. In the last uh, three years, I probably purchased over $150,000 worth of art. What kind of art are you getting? Well, it, it ranges. Um, I'm very eclectic. Mm-hmm. Uh, my late wife, who passed away about three years ago, I'm sorry. We uh, always went to the Santa Fe Indian Market mm-hmm. uh, for about 25 years in a row. Um, and Santa Fe is a wonderful art market and a wonderful destination in the country 
to attend um, during the Indian market. Let me jump in for a second, Randy. Um, have you always been an art collector, or is this something you know in the last five to ten years? I have always been a collector. Uh, my wife and I were married for 36 years, mm-hmm. and over those 36 years, we accumulated um, a tremendous amount of artwork, ranging from modern art, can, can you hang on one second, Randy? Sure. All right, because I want to continue this conversation, but we've got to jump away for news, weather, and traffic. Uh, when we come back, I want to ask Randy if he's doing this for enjoyment or investment. Are you buying art for enjoyment or investment if you are purchasing art? And I think Randy's in that age group where people buy art. I, I just think under 40, no one's buying art anymore. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Little Sanjay, a.k.a. Chunky Luckbox. Lucky Chunkbox? He'll be next after news, weather, traffic. It's the Mark Aram Show. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.